the Hawkeye Huddle on 1700 The Champ. Interact with the show on Twitter at Hawkeye Huddle and at Hawkeye Huddle 2. Hey, we're on the radio. You and me, together. We haven't been together for, like, a month. How are you doing? How are you doing? How are you doing? Happy New Year. We had the COVID run through your house, and then we had the snowstorm, and we were off on Tuesdays, and... We're back to our regular time. The only thing that kind of stinks tonight is the Hawkeyes are going to be playing basketball while we're on the air. We're going to acknowledge this. Many of you are probably, if you're an Iowa fan, you're not listening to us right now. You're However, listen you'll, to us listen, tomorrow. you'll listen yes. to us tomorrow our, during, during our, your uh, our, uh, podcast on your on your trip to our I, dude. Our dude that goes from on the channel. No, our dude. There's a dude. I can't remember his name. Remember, he's over. He's in uh, London. Yeah, and he goes to Paris every day on the channel. Uh, every week, and he listens to our podcast on the way. There you go. Island. So we are uh, not only uh, inter- we're international. We are international, and we're but we are not at uh, the Alchemy Lounge again over at uh, at uh, the Foundry, which is it's it's we we love it. It's a swanky leather couch, subdued, beautiful atmosphere. Where, by the way, really good, but there's not. Right, and it's not so tonight. It's steak night. Come on down, watch the Hawks. They're about to tip off at Maryland, Iowa, and Maryland currently taking a knee in Washington D.C. before the tip off. I'm certain that's due to uh, yeah the, the business the business that went on yesterday. Yesterday, the, the whatever. Uh, All right, good. Hey, listen, play basketball. Right. Oh, here we play go. Play basketball. I'm glad you're playing basketball. Let's have a tip. Aside. Let's have a tip and go. That's right. There we and, go. And we we can't really talk about it much. No, no, we can talk about. It. We just can't do the play by play. Right. Well, remember Marty Terrell, our our <laughs> longtime benefactor. Not. It should be our, noted that Marty Terrell is the reason we are on the radio, regardless of whether he's in this prison just, right now or this not. Just yes. and he currently he gave us our shot. Incarcerated. Yes. yes, he gave three zero fourteen ninety. Uh, the the old Jockaroonie back in the day, uh, seventeen years ago, and uh, yeah, but and he did do that thing where he tried to have guys broadcast. Maryland quickly and missing the first three pointer. Hey, let's listen. Keep you updated, but you know the fact of the matter is, you're, those of you who are listening are probably watching. So, right. thank you. And, and at, the end of, at the end of the show, you and I are going to sit here and we'll drink a couple more beers, and we're going to watch the we're going to watch the rest of it's basketball. taco night. It's, it's not G-Mix. steak night, is it? It's two, it's, it's it's Thursday ta- night. It's taco, it's taco night. night. G-Mix. All right, so we're in West Des Moines, and uh, the Hawks are over in Maryland. Um, a, a couple of the, boy, it's really distracting. I know it? it's really hard to try to stay think about focused. It. All right, the other thing that's going on right now, by the way, the College Football Awards, I believe, are, are this is ESPN2, the Hawks are on. I think the College Football Awards are on ESPN tonight, I believe, in which we're going to find out if Davey uh, Nixon uh, is is honored with either, I think he's up for both the Outland as the, as right. the best, the best lineman. lineman, and the Nagurski Award is the best defensive player of the Bronco other way. Bronco Nagurski. Right. Tyler Linder is up for. Center Remington award. Remington Award is the center of the year. Now neither one of them will probably win it. All Alabama guys ahead of them. And sorry. Well, finals of this thing, amazing because every year, isn't it amazing how every year Kirk Ferentz has a guy at one. What was the other thing I we saw? We did not win the Heisman. Nixon did not win the Heisman. He came in second. 
that came out today. He came in second. Not really to talk about. We need to focus on way. They stuck with Iowa off and on, but Iowa uh, ended up pulling away at the end. And then, of course, winning it coming from behind and then winning it late against Rutgers the other day on the road. It, just, uh, Brett, I don't want to pat it, myself on the back too much. But I'm pretty sure that I called both those games exactly as they yeah, were Yeah, I had it reversed. Down. I really thought Northwestern would be a closer and Iowa would pull away from Rutgers because I've seen Rutgers shoot, and they they got ahead of Iowa. Iowa had a tough time shooting the basketball, and, and they really – I was driving between bars the other day, and Iowa was down like 49 to 40 with about 10 minutes to go, and I thought, we only have 40 points. Wait, up, no, they had only scored 13 points in the first 10 minutes of the second half. Right. And then – it's it's as if they hit the switch and did whatever that they needed to do. Scored 37 points there in the last 10 minutes of the half. And, and, and won it going away. Not going, going away. away. They won it, though, by just flat out. They, they, they outscored 77-75. Great win. Uh, Rutgers covered, which is exactly how I wanted that game to end. <laughs> um because as not you, that we have a rooting interest on this show. No, no, I love my Hawkeyes, but I'm also love my dollars. And this just in winning at the rack is not an easy thing. I believe it, they've won 24 now out of 26. They were 24 out of 25. Iowa with that victory. Were we the last ones to win there on the bank shot? It was I, somewhere close it, when you and I well, were. Well, based on your math, I would have to say yes. We were six sheets to the wind over at the uh, Valley Pub or something. Oh, my gosh. Weren't we? Uh, yes. Over was... there on EP True. <laughs> yes. Yes. That, and and that he day. banked it in. And, yeah. and we looked at it and going, did he bank that in? Did, did that go in? Did that go uh, well, in there to celebrate? We, we, we knew it went in. We just yeah. couldn't figure out that it, it was off the bank. Nevertheless, huge win at Rutgers. And, you know, and uh, here's, here's the great thing. Obviously, Connor McCaffrey goes out early in that basketball game. Sprains his ankle. I'm trying to discern if Connor is in right now. I don't. I think he might be throwing the ball in, but I'm not. I'm not. Uh, he's playing. And uh, he was going to start. Yeah, he's in. Number okay. 30, right there. So, so he's with a wrap on his ankle. He's in playing tonight. So Connor goes out, what, first three minutes of the game, four minutes of the game. And, uh, you know, the man at the end at the end of the day who all Hawkeye fans are certainly uh, appreciative of and grateful to see is the freshman, Keegan Murray. The things that he was able to do, double-digit scoring, great rebounding, causing turnovers. He and, plays good defense. It, I mean, and he, he guarded make, Ron and, Harper Jr. to four points. And, right? and making the two free throws at and, the end of the game and, that, yes. that put them ahead, um, you know, to stay. And so this is a kid that I think – we're all obviously excited to see. We have a senior-laden team, an experienced team right now, guys that are four or five years in who are playing a lot of basketball. But the fact that we've got – and it should be noted, this is Murray's second year, right? Well, he was a he was a, he did prep. Right? Yeah. He was a prep school guy. He okay. Wasn't, he was a prep school guy. Iowa down 12-4 to 4 quickly here, which Maryland can't score, by the way. They're, they well, they average like 60 points a game, 65 they're at 12 already. Actually, minutes. they averaged 72. Well, that was 65. I just happened to know this because I, I did, I did, did do you research? Okay. a minor bit of research. Now, I, I th- so 
and Luca with the three, which is nice. So here's the thing. This is going to be a horrible radio show. It's going to be an show. awful radio show. It is because we're paying attention to the game. Um, here's the thing about Keegan Murray. Um, everything that you need a basketball player to do. Yeah. He, no, he checks, can, he checks, he checks all every the box. box. Right. And so at some point With in time, one exception. He doesn't start. Right. right. And now, here, here's the one part uh, about Keegan Murray not starting. There are guys, especially freshmen, who will do better coming off the bench, getting a feel for the game, how the game is going. Coaches can talk to them on the bench. Okay, this is who you're guarding. This is what you have to do. These are the, these are the things that you need to do when you're out there. Is the Hawks are down 17-7. Frank calls timeout. And I think that Murray might be one of those guys right now. Yeah, it's possible. And I, I, I mean, I, I, we talked a lot last week about... Don't George- you think Nicholas Bear's in his ear right now? Well, okay, you see who this is? Right, right, right. I think last week we talked a lot about tinkering with the lineup because Jordan Bohannon was struggling. This, by the way... So immediately after we have that discussion, right? He goes off. He goes off for 23 points, six three-pointers against Northwestern. They win that game largely on his back. He was, he was along with – Luca actually lost his 20-game his, uh, streak of 20-point of uh, Yeah, what uh, did he have, 18? He had 18. Missed it by one bucket. Um, and Jordan, you know, had two good games. And there we were talking about tinkering with the lineup. I'm not still not saying that – they shouldn't think about the way they do this because, again, tonight he starts the same guys, right? And I don't know that this is the best lineup, right? I, I think Keegan Murray, I'm sorry, at this point in time, I think he offers you more in terms of matchups than Connor McCaffrey does on the floor with the other guys in combination because Connor is on the floor right now with two other guards, right? So, in any case. Well, and everybody's but, sloughing off Connor. Right. And, but, and doing, you know, yeah. that sort of thing. Especially but, if Connor's hurt. But I expect to see more and more of Keegan because he played so well. 14 points the other day at, at, at Rutgers, including those two big free throws to win it. And if nothing else, the only thing I know about Fran is that Fran's as stubborn as they come. He, he and Kirk Ferentz could write a book on how to be stubborn, right? And he's, I know Fran's Irish is... I, I don't know. I'm just Kirk. saying, I, it, you know, he's got his opinions, and we'll see what happens. I, I, I would lay it 50-50. The first it should, guy, off the, first should, guy I have to mention tonight will be Patrick McCaffrey, his son. It should. Okay, enough with this. You think he's putting Patrick in because he's his son? I think, he's, I think he's putting Patrick in because he plays the position with which he wants to substitute. I think he puts Patrick in because he thinks he's better. I think Patrick, by the way... Is getting is a young player that is getting better and is going to be a very good player at Iowa. I'm not one of these guys that says, "Ah, oh, I think that guy's too skinny." And I just, I just, Joe Wieskamp was too skinny. Joe is Wieskamp, still is. Joe Wieskamp's still too skinny. Joe Wieskamp need to fig, needs to figure out a couple of other finishing moves under the hoop because he gets the ball blocked way too much right now. But he goes but, up with yeah. two hands and he's trying to do whatever I, it is. I, I know, and it's not working. So yet. Iowa at this this week in number five in the AP poll right now, number seven in the net, which is probably more important than anything else. Certainly in your life, like two, it, in your seed. life, it's more important. Well, it's, it puts them in a two seed in Indianapolis. By the way, the entire NCAA tournament will be in the Indianapolis area uh, coming up uh, in, in March, and it puts them you know in that same spot. Long ways to go. 
One of the fun things about this, if you <clears throat> did you watch Michigan last night? No, but I knew they were going to beat the crap out of uh, out of Minnesota. Minnesota. Well, so Iowa's last Mu- two games, much at, like in, much in, like in, in Iowa is going to beat the crap out of Minnesota yeah. on Sunday. Iowa's last two games in Ann Arbor, and then on the road to at, in Madison. The, and by the way, the two teams I think I I'm not Illinois right now is kind of up and down. I, I think I'm, Michigan is the most dangerous team in the Big Ten. Oh, well, they're undefeated. Then they're good. They're really good. And, and they haven't lost. And they and this just in. <laughs> They haven't lost. Uh, it's again. this kind of analysis you can only it's, get on the Hawkeye huddle. huddle. Anyway, um, uh, so we can't, you know, we start talking about it. You know, it's, it, it is talk radio, right? You start talking about how you're going to tinker with the lineups. How are you going to do things a little differently here and there? At some point in time, uh, Fran's got, he does have 10 guys that can play. Certainly nine. And he's got to figure out what that lineup's going to look like. Right now he put Joe Toussaint in the game along with, uh, along with Patrick as I predicted, and Keegan is sitting. Um, in any case, it's an interesting lineup he puts out there. And as long as he tinkers with it a little bit, because that's all they need. You go back and look at their losses right now. The Minnesota loss is not a bad loss, clearly. And the and the Gonzaga and, and if the difference the Hawks were up seven with forty seconds to go in the game, they just blew it. The differences in these games are free throws. So here's the thing yes. I will say about this. Uh, yes, your look, look Joe, they, look. Joe Wieskamp misses a free throw the other day that could have iced the game. Uh, obviously, Joe Toussaint misses two that would have won the game against Minnesota, and yet your freshman Keegan Murray, who is sitting right now currently and hasn't played a minute, iced the game with two game with two, you know got and the lead and Joe and got Toussaint him back. with the poke away and the breakaway. The there you go. These are good players. I'm saying if it comes down to it, free throws are what made the difference. Uh, Rutgers goes four for twelve in that game. And then last night they couldn't hit the broadside of a barn against Michigan either from from the free throw line. That this was, is the difference. Rutgers played Michigan last night. That they played? Uh, Minnesota. I'm sorry. Rutgers was at uh, Michigan State the other night. Yes. Where they couldn't hit the broadside. Also, of the which I thought would be high a quality romp. radio, man. This is what we're doing right now. It is. It is. <laughs> and you want to know why? We're trained professionals. We are. It's really hard to do it while the Hawks are on on. The no, it's point. really hard for you. I'm like uh, I'm squirrel. There, there you go. <laughs> Either way. Um, by the way, did you catch the Iowa women's comeback last night at all? It wasn't on TV. Iowa's down 16. Their, their 41-game winning streak, the 42 at that point. Last going night. To last night, 42. They're down 16 to Minnesota at home in the first half. They're down 10 at halftime. They have a 30-13 third quarter. Caitlin Clark goes off for four three-pointers in the third quarter. Uh, I think the Hawks had seven in that third quarter. She's standing out at the NBA line. Nobody can guard her out there, right? Is she going to? Go, is she going to declare? She, I don't know. She goes off at thirty-seven. Iowa comes back immediately. They're up. They're, they actually got it up to. It was a thirty-two point swing. They got up sixteen and ended up winning it by thirteen. Uh, they're currently, by the way, 8-1. 42, 42 in a row. Forty-two in a row in Carver Hawkeye Arena for the Iowa women's team. They're eight one, four and one. Yep. Uh, they have Northwestern on the road Saturday. That one's on the BTN, by the way. And then uh, they're going to have a makeup game for Ohio State uh, on Wednesday uh, at 3 p.m. next week. Did they have 43. a rainout? No, they had the, the, the <laughs> cough due to cold. Cough due to cold. <laughs> the COVID out. postponement. Uh, Hawks on the way back a little bit here, down only seven and uh, as they get things in. And finally, Maryland's cooled off a little bit. I'm going to call a jump ball there. Terrible. What? Eh. Pass anyway, the ball. Caitlin Clark, 37 points last night, five threes. 
Uh, eight for nine. By the way, the fifth straight week is the freshman of the week in the Big Ten. She has been nominated as one of the top 25 players in college basketball for the Wooden Award as a, it, what is it? They're, they're nine games, nine into, games, nine in. games into her career. Uh, unreal. There you Iowa's go. Iowa's averaging 92 points a game for them. Nice. All right, we'll be back. We'll talk some football on the way back here on the Hawkeye Huddle at 1700. Back to the Hawkeye Huddle with Dave Creighton Jr. and Brett Ridge on 1700. The Champ. Real sports talk for real sports fans. And we're back here in the Hawkeye Huddle. Brett Ridge, Dave Creighton Jr. with you at G-Biggs in West Des Moines. As the Iowa Hawkeyes continue against Maryland on ESPN2. Hawks only down two now. Unless they bank that three in. Nope. Keegan oh, Murray in the game. Good finally. Lord. <laughs> two, re- two rebounds, a dunk. Yeah, a missed three. Re- three. Yeah, two rebounds and a dunk. Uh, anyway, Hawks uh, uh, on the comeback trail there. Let's talk a little bit of football as we move into this here. How about our sponsors? That's usually in the third break. Let's do it now. Okay. What do you want to do? AMPM Plumbing. I want to talk about plumbing. You You know what they do? They do plumbing. So the other day, I had a plumbing issue. And you know, the first thing I thought of was? The A&PM plumbing. And then the second thing I thought of was? They do plumbing. Kelsey, why did you do that? So it was an did easy fix. Th- it, was, it was an easy fix. Something a, got flushed that shouldn't. Not right? a big deal. Just saying I have a teenage daughter. But uh, these things happen. So anyway, if you need plumbing, call A&PM plumbing. Down here at GMAG's watching the game right now. Obviously, Foundry Distillery and our boys at Remax. Uh, yeah, Doug Stonehawker at Remax uh, uh, Concepts, and uh, we'll do we'll do the home team of the week. By the way, my home team hit was a. I know that Mississippi State was a was a, was only three and whatever going into that game, but I knew they beat Tulsa. Didn't see the fight coming, but uh, but it did hit. We'll do that in, in a little bit. You know what's funny but, is is of course I had Mississippi State that day. As soon as the game's over, I turn away, missed the whole fight. Missed the whole fight? <laughs> did you? Yeah. You missed the whole, all the fun stuff out of that. Anyway, yeah, we'll be back at uh, we'll be back over at the Alchemy Lounge uh, at the Foundry Distilling Company, I believe, next week. Right, because uh, the Hawks the, play at the, eight eight o'clock, so we can go to the Alchemy Lounge and then come over to Jimmy's, and we can we can double it up. Right, we can enjoy some whiskey over Hit there. Hit both of our sponsors. Yes, exactly. That's and the, and the reason we don't have Tom Caker. Is he's uh, watching the game. He's watching the game. And he's Patrick doing- McCaffrey with the layup puts the Hawks up 21-19. to 19. High off the glass. High off the glass. Very nice. So trying to stay with the radio show instead of watch the game and broadcast the game for you. Uh, let's squeeze, squeeze this in. By the way, the wrestling program is actually going to wrestle. I texted it's that a, to you it, the moment it came out. Because <laughs> I've been, seriously, it's a little disappointing. They only get nine meets, but they get nine. Seven dates. They have two triangulars in here, which is really interesting, right? You know, and as high school wrestlers, all of these people did the triangular. That, yes. Isosceles Don't triangular. show me the symbol, the triangular. <laughs> we're, we're already in trouble. Stop. Okay. No, no. You've got us in trouble. Yeah, okay. So, uh, yes, the, start schedule, the schedule starts January 15th. By the way, how is the triangular a problem? It's an isosceles triangle, and everyone it's who's a triangular meat, not a three-way meat. Everybody who knows about triangulars means that yes. it's sixty degrees it's, all the way around, and all three teams wrestle one another. January fifteenth at start the same time. Back. That is that how it works? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> January fifteenth, they start off uh, with Nebraska at home, and then they've got nine meets, all Big Ten. 
They do have the two triangulars. Um, I believe it's Michigan and Northwestern t- together in Carver Hawkeye Arena, and then at Ohio State, they'll have Ohio State and Purdue coming up. Um, you know, Iowa has nine All Americans returning. Tom Brands uh, the other day they they gave uh, well they presented the Hodge Trophy to uh, Spencer Lee for being the the uh, Win Magazine's most dominant wrestler last year. And then Tom Brands and really you could tell he I think he was pretty ticked off. Tom Brands is not a happy man. Right he was now. not happy that they didn't wrestle last year to finish things off, and I don't think he's pretty. I don't think he's very happy that they haven't wrestled yet because he just kept talking about the kids want to compete. The kids deserve to compete. They're, he's like the you know they're the most disciplined group of all the athletic groups. Now I don't know if that's the case, but he's only got so many of them versus some of these other large. Here's teams. the only good thing about COVID, is that Tom and Terry Brands no longer live in the same apartment or homestead, because I can't imagine there would be any electrical thing that would still be working <laughs> if those two still lived together in any fashion. They're grown men now. They have their own children. And it's probably good. But Tom Brands has got so much pent-up energy, as I imagine the entire Hawkeye uh, wrestling oh, team yeah, does. Yeah, it, it, they did the you know they did the the exhibition stuff at uh, at but the new arena there in Iowa City. The, they dominated the that. In, the interviews that those guys were talking about are like, okay, I'm just ready to go up and kill yeah. somebody other yeah. than the guy I'm going up against right. every day right. in the wrestling room. Um, It'll be it'll be interesting, and Kimmerer, at the same time, I Spencer, all I, of them. I believe I believe it'll be disappointing, obviously, if they don't win the national championships, which, by the way, is in uh, St. Louis, I believe. Although I don't know if anybody will get a go. Hey, is uh, there any chance they'll be in Indianapolis? No. <laughs> now, now, can anybody go watch basketball in Indianapolis? That'll be interesting as well. Oh, no, um, sooner or later, you know. Hey, the state of Iowa, the governor just, uh, her proclamation starting uh, at midnight on Friday night, uh, no restrictions on sporting events. You can, as many people as you can jam into an arena, as long as they sit six feet apart, they're going to be legal here in the state of Iowa. So, so that would be some the re- restriction. Some restrictions may may be relaxing around the country. Will the Big Ten give into that? Probably not because it's the Big Ten. You go down south, maybe over to Indianapolis, which is just the NCAA and not the Big Ten, and Kevin Warren's not in charge, this might actually turn out to be something. And so we'll see what happens. I, you know, the, big, uh, the NCAA has done something very, very smart here. With what the are the women going to do? Same thing. San Antonio. Oh, is that? It's not official yet, but that's what they're looking at. Yeah, San Antonio area. It's basically going to be this. They're going to find a bunch of arenas for the NCAA men's basketball tournament. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's uh, Banker's Life, where the Pacers play. Butler. It's, Butler, Purdue, Indiana, Purdue. Uh, IUPUI has a fairly good size, and then uh, the dome. They're going to have two courts in the dome. They'll pl- they're not going to play at the same time, but they'll have them ready to. to it's literally- like a ten-year-old AAU. Tournament. You and I attended plenty of them, right? <laughs> we were we went to plenty of tournaments, but essentially they'll all be there. And whether they bubble up or exactly how they do it, I'm not sure. But the idea being, you centralize everybody, and on top of that, the NCAA only has to deal with one government. One sort of friendly government. NCAA only has to deal with one health health department. They only have to deal with one set of testing rules. They only have to deal with one set of rules to get this through. So they're not doing it all over the country. And this is going to work out a lot better in terms of that. It's actually brilliant. It is actually brilliant. Now, let me ask you this. They're building in contingency teams teams who do not make it in. Conference tournament. Uh, runner-ups and stuff like that, guys who do not, teams that do not make it in, 
but may who, who end up may end up playing in the earlier rounds because somebody you know has to postpone a game. Well, then fine, you're out. Sorry, you know. So UTSA win your tournament and don't get to, and don't, don't get, get COVID. COVID. Don't get the COVID. Uh, but anyway, I, obviously Iowa. We expect them to be part of the tournament. This 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 year is more about seeding than it is whether they're getting about in, getting which is, in. Di- which is yes. different. But uh, the NCAA tournament is going to be an interesting thing uh, in a lot of different ways. We'll see whether fans are going to be there or not. I, I doubt it, but oh, wouldn't it? Aren't there? Aren't there? The, okay, here's a question. I don't even know the answer to this. They're playing the uh, championship game, Ohio State and uh, Alabama on There Monday are fans there. In Miami. How many fans? Kick and Murray to the hole. Layup, miss. Luca put Tip back. In. Hawks up four. Uh, Maryland is shooting now the way Maryland shoots. Hi. Uh, yeah, imagine that. I, I don't know. You're right. Uh, the NCAA, uh, the, the football, but the so college football ma- playoffs is not run by the NCAA. How many, how, so how many fans are they going to have? I don't know. Twenty five percent. I mean, uh, maybe thirty. Yeah, I, mean, I don't. I don't know. So I know my, in Jerry, my, Jerry World they were allowing forty thousand people in no, that stadium. No, 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 no. Like twenty four thousand. Okay. For an NFL game, they had forty thousand. Twenty five thousand in for the for the game the other day. Yeah, the Iowa State game. I or Iowa State Oklahoma game. Yeah. That sort of deal. Okay. Hey, by the way, congratulations to them. Okay. The end. <laughs> You know what? I watched, right? I was with friends. We were out. We were watching. Here's the thing. I had them. Good for them. Yeah, good for them. No, I had them. Yeah. I I was glad they could show up in their black uniforms so that I was dressed appropriately because I had my black Hawkeye shirt on, and that was good. So, now, uh, Iowa State next year in football is going to be an absolute terrific the hook. It'll be be nuts over in Ames. Iowa starts out with Indiana. We might have two top ten teams. Yes. Well, they're returning a bunch of guys, and clearly, if you look at what Iowa nine has coming back, nine of their is you're probably probably two top fifteen is probably the deal. Okay, but still, oh, it will be the first time they've ever been ranked playing each other together, right? We've had one or the other, right? But you've never had two ranked teams playing each other. It's going to be in Ames. They're going to be at an all time high after their big season. Iowa returns a bunch. Guys, and we can go through this because this is what we found out: is we are getting Tyler Linderbaum back. He's going to play center for Iowa next year. He never, you, it never even occurred for him to go. Oh, it was up there. Now, obviously, you're losing Davion Nixon. You're going to lose no Jack. Tyler ja- said it never, never occurred, occurred to him to go. I'm coming back. I got a lot more to learn, a lot more to prove. And uh, our offensive line then is going to miss Alaric Jackson. Liz, miss Cole Bonwart, but you're going to have five guys who have started uh, game six, actually, if Coy Cronk, who has not made his decision yet, but if Coy Cronk decides to come back from Indiana, you're going to have seven guys uh, who, who are, have starting experience in the Big Ten available to play on that offensive line. It should be a good offensive line. Yes, you'll miss the Iowa wide receivers, but uh, this is where I think your freshmen are going to get plugged in. I think you're going to see some out of, out of Keegan Johnson and maybe uh, Brody Brecht, Arlen Bruce here out of uh, Ankeny. Oh, another Keegan dunk Murray with Murray. another dunk. Hawks now up eight. Jeez, what's the run? Uh, Wasn't it 17 to 7? Is so that 17 uh, to 2 run? Uh, it's a 20 to 2 run. No, 17 to 7. It's 20 to 20 20 to 2 run. Um, if you look at so if you look at this, if you did you look at the, have you looked at the Iowa football schedule at all for next year? Indiana's first game, um, Iowa State's second game, Colorado State. Colorado State. Basically, it comes down to this: they, the home, the home and away stuff works out really well for Iowa. 
with the exception of at Iowa State and at Wisconsin to finish it up. I feel like, really. You, you but Iowa at State's in September. Right. You start off with Indiana at home, so Indiana returns a bunch of people, but you get to play them at home, and I'm, I'm not entirely sold on how good they were in the first place this year, right? So you get them at home, you go to Iowa State, and then after that, you you know, you you figure out what you got the rest of the way with Colorado State as your is it and is a is a you know a non conference game. I can't remember the third non conference game, and then Penn State. I think you have Penn State at home. I think you have as you go through it, all your tough games are at home. I was except gonna for Wisconsin. Say, I was going to say Northern Illinois, Northwestern on the road, but Northwestern. Not only did they lose a bunch of people to graduation, nine guys have transferred now. And Obviously, it probably fits is out, right? There's He's a clear. There's a fair chance they might lose their coach, right? So when you start looking at this, Iowa's schedule next year is pretty good. Their biggest hole is going to be on that defensive line. Jack Heflin decides he's going to try it for the NFL. Obviously, Golston and Nixon Jack are Heflin trying. is 63 years old. Let him go to the NFL. It's, he's not 63 years old. He's a fifth-year senior, sixth-year senior, whatever. But 17th-year senior. It's time. He's just subtle. They're going to have to plug guys in there. That's it, right? Everywhere that, else, you have are returning you starters. Are you worried? Uh, am I? No. Worried? No. Worried is a different thing. Do I think that Yaya Black and Deontay I believe Craig that, I believe and that Jack Parker Wagner are going to plug and, those holes? Absolutely. And they have guys that they know that can play those spots and do that job without question and concern. I, but we'll, let's just, Yes. But, and, but, if, but that and defensive it, line was a strength Rich, this year. It may Rich, not be a strength next year. Going in, in September, August, whenever you and I started this, we thought that the defensive line was going to be a liability. And after two games, we realized that was not the case. It was the number one concern outside the linebackers. And once, yeah. once Jack yeah. Campbell came back... Yeah. No, I'll give you that, and I, I mean, and we know we know how good the linebackers are going to be, right? You, you got Seth Benson, Jack Campbell, you got Cash, you got. You may have Jimon Colbert come back. That one we don't know about right now. I don't think yeah, so. But but even if you don't, you've got a number of guys that can plug in there. Oh, absolutely, no, and and the, this just in the recruits that they have, including the Yaya, the, the Yaya Black, who apparently he was good enough to play a lot more this year. They just had a really good defensive line. I'm just saying that right that if you were to take the Iowa team from this year and you put them on the field, you got one of the top three players in college football probably playing on that defensive line next year. Maybe, but probably not. Davion Nixon was was better this year. Okay, but, but I'm going to tell you. Spots, th- I'm going to tell you this: you bring back one of the top five players in the year and the best center in the country. Oh, the offense offense can be good. The other Let, how about the quarterback getting a little better? I'd like to see that. Like to see that running backs be fine. Little depth issue, maybe if uh, I have no but, concerns but at wide receiver. I feel like the Williams kids, both I, of them are. I have be fine. zero concern at wide receiver, no. and I feel really good uh, about uh, the the safeties. Obviously, you're returning both of those guys. Uh, Matt Hankins still not made a decision whether he's going to come back for an extra year or not. We'll see about that. Probably not. But the kid transferring in from uh, from Northern Iowa, Xavier Williams, probably plugged hey, in there. let me ask this you this. This is going to be a good football team, and the schedule is there. For let this me ask you if this. If it's a regular year, man, this is, is going to be fun. anyone forgot about Riley Moss, how good he is? Uh, not Minnesota. <laughs> Gophers haven't forgot about him, that's for sure. What is it, five pickoffs against them? I think five? so. Five? I'm just saying. The I, only team he can't cover there. is Purdue. 
maybe not. Uh, on the recruiting side, by the way. Oh, Cooper DeGene, the kid from Ida Grove. Did you see the basketball? No. Oh, I saw he had a, a couple of monster games. And oh, my gosh. Dunk or two. The video of him playing basketball. He's got like four dunks, and he went for like 35 or well, something. He was supposed to go to the U.S. All-American, uh, U.S. Army All-American game, right, and, uh-huh. and play in that, and they obviously didn't hold it. He was considered, he was named National Player of the Year. Because he had By four, whom? By the U.S. Army All-American game. He had 4,500 yards. I didn't realize. Not only this is career, not in 62 touchdowns. I mean, it's well, Ida Grove, but... He didn't have that this year. I know, but that's his, that's his stats. He was named National High School Player of the Year. I think he had to think that's this in. year. It's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. It is cool. We'll come back. He's Tyler Sash. We got 20 more You're listening to the Hawkeye Huddle with Dave Creighton Jr. and Brett Rich on 1700. The Champ. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Billing. Why do you get the first It's thing? alphabetical. Yeah, right. And I make C. the deals. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Well. It rolls off the tongue that way because we've done it that way for 17 years. Currently, the Hawks are up 37 to 24. Uh, by the way, so what does that make it? That's a 30, 30 to 5 to, run. No, 30 to 7. 30 to 7 run. By the way, Keegan Murray came in the game when they were down nine, his and he hasn't pl- left the game. His plus minus is so plus why, 30. And, he, and he's on the drive. Plus he, 30. Yeah. Oh, he almost missed, 32. He actually missed, missed, he, missed a, he missed a shot. He's not Superman. This just didn't, like we said. I don't know why Maryland my watch isn't working. Maryland doesn't score. And if Iowa just – and another dunk. Third one of the game for Murray. Anyway, Iowa currently up 15 now on the road at Maryland. Here's the here's Mark the, Turgeon trying to figure out where Danny Manning is so that he can guard someone. <laughs> oh, this just he doesn't play for them anymore. Here's so here's what I've been thinking about this basketball team. All right, well, tell me, talk to me. I'm listening for years. And I'm years, almost for listening. years and years. We have watched Iowa and they go on the road and they play these teams like this one right here. Maryland is one Big Ten, six and five overall, but they're. They're like 23, right? Because they've played good teams, and they, they it, are 23. My point is... They're Maryland. Yeah, well, they're Maryland. And they went to Wisconsin and won. And Iowa would play to the level of those teams. Brett, I have a question. How does this team do is, that this year? Is Duke Duke? Duke is Duke. Certainly Duke is Duke. Always. And Maryland they're is They're on Maryland. TV more than Leave it to Beaver. Reruns. And so here's the deal. The reason this basketball team can do this is because they have all done this before. They all, that team, we have a basketball team. With the that, exception of one guy that's on the court, Keegan Murray is the only guy that's on the court and played that, that didn't play it a ton last year. The coach and virtually everyone on that basketball team has all done everything that they are doing right now. Before. Before. And so, when they lose, when they lose a game like Minnesota, they get mad at themselves instead of, instead of feeling depressed and like uh, unconfident in themselves. No, they look like, at them going, like, what, they, are, "What were you doing?" Let's just you know, they're buckle like, down. WTH? Yes. yes. Uh, you know why? Now, the, why the hat? Now, now the cool part was on Saturday when they got into foul trouble and injury trouble. Mm-hmm. They brought in Aaron Eulis. They brought in Tony Perkins. And you know Aaron, what? Aaron Ulis looked great. So did Perkins. Um, yes. and But uh, from a perspective They brought of, energy. They brought defense. They're quick. 
They're they're heady. They're not. They're confident. They can make shots. They make free throws. They pass the ball. What I'm thinking is, is and yet the Hawks are up 15, and we haven't seen either of them. No. Well, my my point is, yes. On top of that, from everything that I've read, people that know the Murray twins, right? Keegan's got a more well-rounded game. Apparently, Chris, who doesn't play, is not as much of an offensive threat, but he's a better defensive player and a better rebounder. Iowa has a basketball foundation right now that somehow Fran figured out a way to recruit a bunch of guys nobody wanted. This recruiting class that Iowa had, that includes the Murray boys, another three for Bohan. J-Bo. They didn't have any scholarship offers. None of them did, right? Fran has found a bunch of diamonds in the rough. and, and 35 to 9. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. I really like it. Iowa, uh, yeah, 16 right now. Maryland's going to be shot 35 to 9 since Let's, it was 17 to 7. Yeah, Maryland hits it. Nope, missed a three to end the half. No, no, Jack Nungy. And is that? Down the court. As, and Murray with the oh, land. Does it count? count it. Count it. It does count. So Iowa up 18 at the break after being, wow. So here's the thing. This team, not only are they loaded now, I feel like they're in really good shape. Chuck's in the house. Put the hammer on them. Put we'll talk, the hammer. We'll talk Drake later on. They are undefeated, by the way. And by the way, they're also undefeated against the spread. Yeah. But, uh, but more importantly, the the fun part about this is I feel like I feel like Fran can keep going deeper if he has to. He shouldn't, right? But if he has to, you know what's interesting? Here's the part. We all said this when the basketball season started. We know we've got a lot of good players. Can Fran figure out how to manage a short bench and play seven, eight, maybe at most nine guys? And all of a sudden, here we are, 11, 12 games into the season, and we're, and we're going. The worst we can criticize him for is maybe how he's rotating two or three guys. Maybe, and, and, maybe right? Why am I going to criticize him? We're up 18 points on the road at against Maryland. at Maryland, a, a team that the Hawks were five and a half point favorites tonight. Into this game, Iowa's first in the country in assist to turnover ratio. Of course, that helps with the big guy, right? Like Luca. Third in assists per game, fourth in free throws per game, fifth in scoring nationally. Free, free throws made or attempted? Uh, made. They had 200 made. Fifth in scoring, six and three points. They were leading the Big Ten. Did you realize they're leading the Big Ten in rebounding? So this is a this is so this is an area that that people don't seriously. Look at. Yeah, so I, game notes. I, I mean, I look it up, right? Well, well, you remember like, remember oh, the Doctor Tom, where Iowa always always not, always led the always, uh, the country, but not Fran's in, team in uh, no. rebound or rebound differential or whatever it was. What was the one game where we looked at and we thought they looked sluggish? They didn't get the loose balls. Gonzaga? Yeah. For something, so it, maybe that's partially Gonzaga, and maybe it's partially something that was going on. But this is the Brad, best rebounding team in the Big Ten, and let they me, did not let rebound me tell you in that something. game. Have you ever spent a night in Sioux Falls? It'll do it to you. <laughs> I'm telling you. I'm telling you right now. My good friend Jason Wojdula, who lives up in Sioux Falls, would tell you it is the garden spot of the Midwest. It and he is. calls it the Midwest because he doesn't want any part of the Northwest. It but is. Yes. But I'm just saying, you spend a night in Sioux Falls, you may be a bit sluggish the next day. 
They got video poker. I mean, you can't Iowa, help yourself. Iowa lost that game. For it's in every bar and hotel. Did not, they did. It's the one thing they do. They, it's one thing they there do. There they really are. Well. They're showing the freaking yes. game that we played like yeah. crap in. So anyway, I was a good rebounding basketball team, and you don't even hear about that because you think about the threes, you think about all the yeah. other stuff. Now I will say this: is is I watched that Rutgers game the other day. Early on in the game, they were getting out out hustled, out rebound, and I don't I don't remember the exact point in time. I want to say it was about five minutes ago in the first half, and. Literally from that point on, I didn't feel like Rutgers got another rebound. No, obviously no, they yeah, did. They did. Yeah, but but yes. but it didn't feel like they did. Um, there was one possession where they maybe had like two or three offensive rebounds, and yet they still missed missed shots because I was playing defense. This is the thing that we have to we have completely undersold this team on, and this is the experience that this team brings. Yeah, I, I think it's, I, 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 there's so much to talk about, but I totally agree If only we had a second hour. It's time for our Foundry Distillery. Foundry last call. Did we do a last team? We didn't do a home team for uh, Remax. I'm going to give you a home team. It's the, Pittsburgh, it's the Pittsburgh Steelers is my home team of the week. What are they laying? Six. Alright. The, Bra- the Browns are COVID-ridden. I agree. I agree. I'm, but I'm My going, second one would I'm be going Seattle. Seattle. I'm going <laughs> there Seattle. you go. <laughs> Given three and a half against the Rams, Seattle's going to win that by a touchdown, if not more. Okay. So for our foundry distilling last call. So, by the way, the Hawks uh, with their games. So they got tonight, Minnesota on Saturday. And then they don't play. A route. Until, right. And then, We're going right. to kill Minnesota on Saturday. It's a route. Right. Minnesota. I mean, I would lay 12. If they don't. I would lay 12. Unconscious. I would lay 12. Six three points in a row. Iowa has the Hawks by more than 12 on on Sunday. It's it's too easy. The Bears keep it really close and probably (laughs) doink a field goal to miss. Although Cairo Centro has not missed. Do you know the entire Bears front office is rooting for a loss so they can fire Matt Nagy so they can hire Pat Fitzgerald? However, here's... That's what they're doing, right? Here's the big question. It's the worst kept secret in football. We've got Michigan State... Is that next Thursday? Oh, I think that's what it is. Yes. At home. Minnesota, Sunday. I think it's Michigan State. Michigan State, no game between. I didn't write that down. No, I'm pretty sure that's right. Yeah. No game in between. Thursday, 8 o'clock so, next week. I guess we can give our Michigan State prediction next week. Michigan State, a huge disappointment so far this year. Well, they played well against Rutgers the other night. But, yeah, they're, they're, they're always rotating new guys in because their guys leave early for the NBA. Yeah. Right? I, I mean... So it ends up making things tough on on them, but uh, wow! I got right? I, I got the Hawks by double digits at minimum on Sunday, Saturday, Sunday, Saturday. Games on Sunday, the tenth. Uh huh. No, this Sunday. It's the tenth. It's Sunday. It's the tenth. I had that written down as Saturday. Wait a minute. Now wait. Tonight is it's tonight. Last week was thirty first, so the first is is Friday. Second, third. yeah, I guess it is Sunday. Sunday at one thirty on the Big Ten Network. Hey, I, I switched my entire weekend I, around now. I hope Christmas to, decorations are coming down on Saturday now. <laughs> I hope to the good Lord that all of you who listen to us will come back next week for this. Kind and of I will know where I'm supposed riveting, to be. Riveting ready. I will know where I'm supposed to be and with the radio equipment. So we're on the air. Here's the upside: we will not have a Hawkeye game on until after the game. Which will really, really help. The last the half discussion. hour has gotten a lot better, hasn't it? 
the last 20 minutes. After it, after the Hawks got off the air, right? <laughs> it, it, just, it just is what it is. I'm a fan. So are you. I, that's why we, we have, have a radio show. We have a, it's literally why we have a radio show. It is. Right? It, we couldn't um, be more thankful to our sponsors and our fans, our down, downloaders, our podcasters. Hey, look us up. At Hawkeye Huddle. At Hawkeye Huddle 2. Tell us we suck. Tell him he should swear more. Don't tell me that. Because it's never going to happen again. There's never, never say never. Never say never. I was a little fired up last week about the fact that they cut my game out. I had a whole trip. I had a whole trip laid out with me and my kid. By the way, how was the uh, Music City Bowl? We did not go. (laughs) We didn't even leave town. I got a lot of work done around the house. It was great. We did not leave town. Did you regrout your bathroom, even though it's brand new? You think Iowa falls in the polls because they didn't get a play? Football? Yeah. No, nah, man. They're going to finish like 15. Sit in the same spot? Yeah. Where they in, gonna... any Indiana losing helps. They'll probably fall below that. But I, I, it, one of the things that kind of really, really stinks about the way things work in college football is I would get Car- a play. Coastal Carolina lost, too. Yeah. Maybe we end up 12, 13. Something like that. Yeah. I, it's fine. I, I just... I think that the top ten football team that would have won the last three games they played. Alright, fine. Hey, stop thank you. Oh, you did it! I almost oh, did! No! I almost right. did. We'll be back next week. <laughs>